Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This hour is brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. The Bulls experience feels a little bit disconnected. For what are we rooting? What are we talking about? What are we in this for? Give me a little bit of guidance. Lawrence Holmes. They're the Isle of Misfit Toys. Because you can make an argument that almost all of these players have something about their game that you like. Or something about the guy that you like. But none of the pieces fit. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. Mark Janowski will give us his thoughts. What's the timeline? What are we cheering for right now? Every time the Bulls lose, just blow it up, trade everybody. And it's not as simple as that. In the salary cap era, you just can't start over, especially when you have as little draft capital as the Bulls do. I'm looking at it that let's see what they can do. You know, they're three games out of six right now. I know they haven't put together a meaningful winning streak, so it's hard to project them moving way up the standings. But for the most part, they're healthy. And, you know, you'd like to see if they can make a run over these last 30 games. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. <laughs> Lawrence Stop Holmes, laughing. Lawrence Holmes is vandalizing the Hyundai <laughs> Studios. What the hell? He, he's adjusting his microphone. He literally <laughs> snaps the plastic off of there. If you're on Twitch, you or if you're twitch.tv slash Cog670 the score. Hulk smash. It, I mean, that's basically what it was. Like, I moved the microphone over. Most of the time, I'm usually standing in the first segment. I I moved the microphone over and shifted it, and it just snapped in half. Mm -hmm. Plastic fatigue of some kind, or is it just brute strength? I don't think it's brute strength. And Ray, poor Ray came in here, and he's like, oh, maybe we can fix it. No, Ray, we cannot. We cannot fix this. So, yeah, I I definitely had a a Bruce Banner moment here. And I wasn't like mad. I just was moving it. And the way that these microphones are is that the, the whole mechanism is a little stiff. So you have to yeah, sometimes. And different, these different joints move in different ways. Too. There's this one's vertical. This one's horizontal. And you get people in here just trying to slam things around. So, yeah, that's coming out of your paycheck. Dude. What, what's, what's the Marvel term for the... The current Hulk, where it's it, it's it's Banner, but he's still in Hulk form. But he's is it Smart Hulk? Yeah, Smart Hulk. Okay. And then there's Red Hulk, and then there's a whole another thing. But yeah, man. I mean, I guess I'm shocked by that. Like, 
R.I.P. Lawrence, you just last week were telling me how you've been hitting the gym. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's that, that's that Hulk strength for sure. Getting ready for softball, and I'm out here tearing up studios to start the show. So, yeah, if you're on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Gaga the score, you'll see that I've moved over to, to Station 3 because Station 4 has been destroyed. Hulk smash! Hulk smash! Microphone stand! Ah! So... That's going to be fun to avoid. <laughs> no, but you've got a microphone to use. You're fine. And I'm sure. Transition should be fun. <laughs> engineers will be right. Wait till tomorrow when Layla's here. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, we should uh, probably, someone should bring a soldering gun. And probably just... get on that. Uh, we're going to talk to Will Purdue at 11. We're going to talk to Dan Wiederer at noon. We'll talk to Sean King at 1. Talk to Mike Quick at 1.30. But uh, Ray Diaz, Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, Connor O'Donnell, Kevin Lapka, everybody helps us out. The Bulls deserved a laugher every once in a while. They haven't had many of those. It's okay to have one that kind of goes off the rails, and it kind of keeps us warm to have a summer league game in February. And I mean, that's what that felt like. It didn't feel like it until the fourth quarter, mm. though. Well, I mean, nobody I mean, played I knew defense. That, I knew that they were going to win, but it, San Antonio didn't make it easy for them through three quarters. No, but nobody was guarding anybody the whole game. No, they weren't. They had they 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 had no interest. In guarding, but that's okay. This Bulls team has got to figure out ways to win. And if that means that you got to go out here and bum slay, then bum slay. Mm -hmm. And we all know that that's been a struggle for them. If you get young and hungry, and it's going to be difficult to have young and hungry at this time of the season when teams are losing the way that the the Spurs are losing, then you've got to take advantage of it. And over the last three games, here the Bulls are. They've got themselves a win streak. And it'll be interesting to see what happens in Memphis tonight because I think that there's a lot of other stuff that is influencing the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, what the hell's going on? Like, I, I know that the story is J- Jaws hanging out with some unsavory characters. Well, I mean, you go back to the the Shannon Sharp stuff with Dylan Brooks, and they had a game. I think it was against the Pacers, where the Pacers are getting on a bus, and a bunch of dudes like showed up. And they were like, we'll whoop your ass. Like, and it's like the, the Pacers were like, we just played a basketball game. Like, what are, what are we doing here? So there is some concern that Memphis is trying desperately to assert themselves as the tough team in the Western Conference. Oh. And now you're starting to wonder is, and then you, know, you have the Dylan Brooks you know, hitting uh, Donovan Mitchell in the nuts. and Yar, but that's not tough team. I mean, like, it, hanging around with guys that are, you know, sketchy doesn't make you a tough team. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, but it feels that way. And, I mean, John needs to be careful here because he's, I think that he's one of the guys that could end up being the face of the league. You know, he he's one of the most exciting players in the game. I think that his father enjoys the spotlight a little too much. He also looks just like Usher, which is he does. kind of amazing. But you don't want to get the rep- like That team is already building a reputation around the league that they think they're better than they are. They're a little bit dirty. That they, they act as if they've won something and they haven't won anything. You, Mike, where's the, uh, the Clay Thompson sound? Where he after they they beat them in the series, and he was talking about I forgot which bum he was talking about, but all of the smack talk that you heard from the Memphis Grizzlies 
when the Golden State Warriors have been champions, what, four times? And he was not happy about it. I can't wait. There was this one player on the Grizzlies who tweeted strength in numbers after they beat us in the regular season, and it pissed me off so much. I can't wait to retweet that thing, freaking bum. That, I had to watch that. I'm just like, this freaking cloud. Okay. 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 Sorry. That memory just popped up. You're going to mock us? Like, you ain't ever been there before, bro. We've been there. We know what it takes. So to be here again, hold that. Hold that. Hold that out. So, so that's kind of the thing. Like, people around the league feel like the Grizzlies are, you know, like the, the Grizzlies think that they've arrived and they have not arrived, even though they do have great players like Ja Morant and, and Bain and Dylan Brooks when he's not hitting people in the newts. Like, I mean, and, and it was just blatantly dirty. And I understand why Donovan Mitchell like threw the ball at him, but that's the right. And now you add in, now we're bringing in people from outside. Like now we're doing that. Like that's that's what we're on. Like that's 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 supposed to add to your legacy and your toughness or whatever. I all I haven't they lost eight in a row or something stupid like that? Let me take a look. I also know the Hold that. The the Grizzlies are I wanna is it three remaining three in a row. Three th- two and eight in their last ten. The NBA teams that kept a name even though it is not representative of their origin or their region. Yeah, hilariously. They were the Vancouver Grizzlies. But they got uh, black bears down there in Memphis, maybe? Sure. There's black bear everywhere. I mean, there's all from Florida all the way up to Maine. I, I actually think the Maine hockey team is the black bears. Yeah, the university right? yeah. is black bears. But the you have, of course, the LA Lakers. Right, which from is Minneapolis. hilarious because they were the the Minneapolis Lakers because the land of ten thousand lakes, Great Lakes, and the Utah Jazz from New Orleans. Which, but but Memphis Grizzlies, it's not it's not either one of those as far as deciding to keep the name just kind of because, but it's close. Yeah, that's this text says you also can't discount how much they've missed Stephen Adams. Yeah, he's like legitimately tough. Yeah, that's an actual tough guy though. Like that's an NBA tough guy. That's what it's supposed to look like. The guy who will fight but doesn't like to fight. But he will if if he's pushed to that. Isn't just fight. Toughness isn't fighting. Toughness is toughness. Yeah, going in there, getting rebounds. Yeah. Setting, banging bodies. Setting screens. A hard good, screens. A good hard foul. Or, or the, the toughness of not allowing... A deficit to balloon into a larger deficit. A, a mental toughness of knowing score and situation. It's not having guys follow you around to be your muscle. <laughs> it's not a cartoon. <laughs> and the 630 texter says, even if this year means nothing, at least I got to watch the Andre Drummond game. He's had multiple games over the last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, but this, this, is, this is clearly the Andre Drummond game. Sort of like, the, remember the, when I used to talk about the crazy Duhan game? Yeah. There would all, there'd always be at least one Chris Duhan goes off game. So I I lost my bet, though, because after watching in the preseason and seeing how many times Drummond was catching on the wing, I I bet my podcast partner, he's going to at least attempt a three this game. What's the name of the podcast, Dan? Thanks for asking. It's called Organizations Win Championships. (laughs) We talk about the bull. But I was certain that Drummond was going to shoot a three. Here's the story from the uh, Memphis commercial appeal on this. The Memphis Grizzlies responded Sunday to a report that said acquaintances of John Morant confronted members of the Indiana Pacers travel party on January 29th and that somebody in a vehicle later trained a red laser 
on them. So like a sight laser. And what is that? That's to show, oh, look, we could shoot at you if we want? Yep. According to The Athletic, the confrontation happened after the game near the Pacers bus in the loading area of FedEx Forum. Later, someone in an SUV in which Morant was a passenger pointed a red laser at them. The story quoted two anonymous members of the Pacers party who said they didn't see if the laser was attached to a gun, but believed it was. A Pacers security guard in the area told the athletic they believed it was 100% a gun. The confrontation came after the Grizzlies and Pacers got into a shouting match during the third quarter. Morant's best friend, Devontae Pack, was later removed from the arena after walking on the court and shouting at Pacers players. This is what I'm talking about. <sighs> You know, I don't know Adam Silver as well as as I I knew David Stern, which wasn't that well. But I, but over time, covering the league and covering playoffs at a high level, this I, is come take a trip to New York, and this, I'd like to talk to you. You better believe it. If David Stern were still commissioner, this kind of thing specifically is this is from the very highest level. End this. Enough of this. This isn't happening anymore. And that isn't to say that Stern didn't make some mistakes and wasn't at times draconian in some of these fears, but this this is exactly the kind of thing where where the commissioner himself this would be a personal issue that he would be handling himself. It wouldn't be on anyone else's desk. It also is a shame just because of how hard like the Grizzlies took the death of Tyree Nichols and how they were yeah. they were trying desperately to be like a a positive influence after his death and and the funeral and it's it's like man what are you doing like that it, it it strikes me as is there anyone that he really really respects that could pull him aside and be like ja this ain't it man like you have everything to lose and sometimes you have to look at it that way these dudes that you running with they don't have anything to lose you know where the influence comes from his shoe and apparel deal. And I, who's he with? Nike? Yeah, I think he just signed with Jordan right. Brand, right? Yeah, that is that is the thing where where the brand with which you are affiliated and paid as much or more than, than your NBA contract, they can exert influence. It's crazy, man. They, there's language in these deals. It's, there's all sorts of protections in these deals that say if you are putting our brand in danger by association or devaluing our brand by association, there's recourse. Yeah. And, and, and it's the idea of, of like your dad has become like a celebrity fan and that's fine. Like that's, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, it seems like there's been a lot of support that's been given by Jaws dad. I, I just, he's one of my favorite players in the league. Like I love watching him and I'm like, man, don't go down this road. Like you've got too much to lose and you don't have to, you don't have to play into that. Like everyone knows how good you are and how tough you are. Like as a player, you don't have to play into this. And like the idea of like laser sights and pointing it at buses. He says it's capped to be fair. Like he says that, that they did an investigation and it's totally capped, but I'm having a hard time believing that the folks in the travel party for the Pacers would, Make this up. I know you last night in the pregame brought back some of what Billy Donovan had to say about how they're looking at the big picture here. It's just sort of weird that he he was answering a question on someone else's behalf. I still think there's some valuable insight to be had. Yeah, there is. Dan, I had a very interesting night 
over at the UC last night. So I'll share some of the stories and there's some good stuff that is, if you're a Bulls fan, you need to hear. And Dan will make a point about it that I think is also pretty good. We will do that next. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes here on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. The two pigs with double doubles, Boots with 22 and 12. Targets to Truman again with a two handed slam. Oh my goodness, Andre Truman eating some big time rim at the UC. That is Chuck Swirsky on the call with Will Purdue. Will has been filling in for Bill, I believe. Where are you going? I believe that Will will be on the call tonight in Memphis. I think that's right. When the Bulls take on the Grizzlies. Uh, This is the Bernstein and Holmes show. We've already broken a microphone today. Dan has got up and left his station. It's it's his thing, man. <laughs> um, it's his thing. So so last night, I've been doing like for the last like month or so. I'll go over to the United Center if there's a seven o'clock tip. I'll I, since I'm gonna be over there anyway. I'm like I'll just do a show, right? I'll just package to Truman again with a two-handed slam. Oh my goodness, Andre Truman eating some big time rim at the UC.
good a place as any, I imagine. <laughs> Just be careful out there in those streets. In the United Center streets. <laughs> um. Anyway, so I've been doing these shows. I get to hang out. I get to see some stuff. It's nice. Like when I, I usually do this with like White Sox and stuff. I'll go out and listen to pregame at White Sox or Cubs. So I figured I'd do it with Bulls, and the, the beautiful thing about Bulls is that I could then jump on the air for 35 minutes and talk about what I've seen and heard. Yesterday was wild, Dan. It was wild. They changed the, the way that they do things. Like They just kind of changed the venue and how it looks for when we do the pregame interviews. And I didn't know. I mean, I knew that Greg Popovich was, was a treat. Like, when you get to pregame interviews or shoot-around stuff that – he was a treat. So I had never been in a Greg Popovich press conference. Pre-game hangout? Yeah. He doesn't do it formally. He's... he's. I, I mean, it, it was very informal, and I also didn't know that he and he and Sam Smith have shtickle that, that they do. That they sit there and they talk about being old and... They talk about wine and also and how they both should retire. It, it's like Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks. It pretty much is. It, so so yesterday, like I vacated my seat in the last row, and I went to go sit with Will on the side after Billy was done. And then then Pop comes in and he sits in the the seat that I had vacated so that he could mess with Sam, who was sitting in front of me. And I put the video out on Twitter at Lawrence W Holmes. It's on my Instagram too at Lawrence W Holmes. And it's that's one of the things that I really like about basketball coaches in general. Like for the most part, they're less tightly wound than football coaches. But more than for the most part. I mean, I think fundamentally they understand that there's they don't have any secret plays that other coaches don't have. Right. And and I mean, look, Nick Sirianni's a weirdo and he seems to be having fun with this, but most of the football coaches you meet are very regimented and everything's serious and we've got to no and pop's just sitting there so they're like going back and forth for a few minutes before he sits down in front of the microphone and it's wild and it's it's sam and it's pop and it's chuck and then will like jumped in into this because will won a ring with he's won multiple rings with the bulls and he won a ring with the spurs so he was like i get the first question willie how you doing buddy i got the first question okay you get that Legitimate question. Okay. So I think the last team that was dealing with what you're dealing with was the team I was on, 20 and 62. Could be, yeah. But we obviously had a, a veteran team. Right. You had put together specific personalities, mentalities to deal with that. But we also said no David, no Sean, blah, blah, blah. Right. How do you get these young guys to continue to buy in night in and night out? Because I always tell the story that when you took the job, even though the coach at the time, Bob Hill, had the excuse that, well, everybody's hurt, you said, and you asked the question about the Bulls, they're trying to establish that standard here. You basically got on the bus and said, no excuses, we're not living up to the standard, things got to change. We got to the arena and you just said, all right, day one, playbook's out the window. We're going to run five plays. When you master these five plays and put in a sixth play and a seventh play, how do you continue to get young guys to buy in with that format, looking at the big picture? Was that the longest? (laughs) 
preface to a question? Worse than you. Worse than you. Good God. <laughs> so we, what we have that at, boys? Like a minute 15 on the question? A minute 20. <laughs> and so, you know, like, there's that going on in the room. The stuff with him and Sam Smith is going on. Chuck's jumping in to the conversation. So pretty much any, like, it, uh, if you were a San Antonio writer or any of the Bulls beat writers, you were frozen out. Of of the Greg Popovich, just press sit back conference. and enjoy, and that's what we did. Yeah. Like everyone, just like let's really, really enjoy. But before that, Billy Donovan talked, and he had a really good back and forth with Joe Cowley. And I think that it'll be interesting to Bulls fans because of what he says about how this team is being evaluated by Arturis Karnaschovas. I don't think Arturis is going to look at. You know, okay, we beat Milwaukee, we beat Philly, so everything's fine. Like, we've got to obviously play more consistently. And, you know, to be honest with you, you know, teams that have been youthful and have been, you know, really fast and play at a really high pace of play and, you know, there's a lot of scrambling and flying around. Quite honestly, against some of those teams, we've had a hard team. That's where our consistency is, is, has, has been, you know, somewhat disappointing. But a lot of times when you're playing against those higher-level teams, what happens is the game gets slowed. Because they're basically saying a lot of those teams, okay, you know, we got this guy, this guy, this guy, and somewhere on the floor there's a matchup problem you have, and we're going to kind of try to exploit that. And, you know, maybe some of those teams aren't moving quite as much. Now, Golden State, they, they really, really move around, but a lot of teams maybe don't move around as much. So I think our tourists would look at it from that perspective. You know, our team, not only against the better teams, but, you know, some of the other teams that, you know, maybe we haven't performed as well against. I think all that stuff would be taken into consideration, but I don't think that he would isolate eight or ten games and not look at Like, I think our tourists, quite honestly, is he's looking at it from the All-Star break last year where, you know, I think we were, you know, I don't know, maybe tied for first or second going into the break and then looking at the break, you know, from there. Because I think what you have to do is when Caruso went out and Patrick didn't play, you know, our team coming out of the break, we just never got Lonzo back. You know, and there was optimism and hope we could get him back this year. Alex obviously missed a lot of time. And then Patrick started to come back after being out for five months. I think he'll look and evaluate our team from after the All-Star break all the way through this. And, okay, you know, we have played a little bit better against the Milwaukee's and some of these other teams. But sometimes, you know, Drew, you, in the regular season, when you if you play well against some of those teams, you know, you got to look at, you know, was it on a back-to-back? Right. You know, like Dallas came in here with no Luke on a back-to-back. Yeah. That was really – so sometimes the schedule – and I'm not taking anything away from our guys. We have, play, we have played better against those teams, and that was certainly something we focused on in the offseason because I think our defense last year, once, you know, Alex was out for a substantial amount of time, as was Lonzo, I mean, it really – it took a nosedive. So you're trying to figure out, okay, how can we be better defensively with Lonzo probably going into training camp, we're not going to have him. And Alex, hopeful, healthy, but probably not going to be a guy that's going to be on the floor defensively for you for 35 minutes a night. You know, how do we manage his his health as well? So, you know, there are areas that we've gotten better in, but, you know, I think that our tourists will take a, a pretty big body of that. Because I think he'll look at the way we competed against those teams even last year, you know, a little bit too. Why are we talking about the executive VP of the Bulls like he's the Wizard of Oz? I mean, that's kind of what it feels it's like. Serious, it's like he's some made-up concept. 
He's an actual guy who works for the Bulls. Where is he? And why is Billy Donovan speaking for him? Billy has to speak for him I, because he doesn't speak that often. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine what, like a Cubs manager saying, "Well, I I think Theo might this, or I think Theo might that. I I think he, what he might be looking at." And Theo be like, "Look, I'm standing right here. What do you, what do you ask me? What do you guys want to know? Yeah, what do you want to know? Same thing with Rick. Like like until last year. Um, what do you want to know? Like you could just ask me about that. Right. I mean, Rick stand there with a cup of coffee in the lobby of the hotel and talk to you. It's a like, good God. <laughs> Why do we with this this idea this this shadowy god in the machine somewhere that our tourist Karnishevism would you know where he is I, I I don't know he's I mean he's he's not Deus ex machina yeah like he's 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 not made up he he's he's there running the bulls well right? he's supposedly going to talk Thursday after the trade deadline and then because they play Thursday um and then he's going to be on with Mully and Haw on Friday. So I guess we'll 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 get a sense of what it is that they're they're about. I can't keep going. I can't I can't get over the idea of when it comes to looking at this team, and if they don't make any moves, is that is that them saying, no, 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 we had it right. We're just missing a really important piece. And this is the first time since I've been going to the UC and being in Billy press conferences where I've heard him talk extensively about <clears throat> Lonzo. I am having a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You need some tea? Yep. Yeah. So the names that I've heard as far as the, 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 the rumors that the Bulls might be adding and somehow, somehow trying to, to get yourself some big time rib. It'd be good for <laughs> Gotta you. eat some rib. <laughs> pick, pick some of that up at the UC. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's one of the concessions now. Um, the hell? <laughs> the, the let's get it down and dirty. Hell yeah. Sure. Yeah. While we're at it, might as well. But him talking about Lonzo, like he, he never really has talked about Lonzo and the impact of it. And it's clear that that is something that they're thinking about and talking about internally. Yeah. They're talking about adding Mike Conley. And I understand that that's a that's a. Point guard, it's an actual point. He's old, very old, but he's not as expensive as he used to be. The other names make more sense to me, like like Bones Highland, like, like Bones Highland, like Terry Rozier. Scary. Terry. He's younger than I thought. He's only twenty eight. But if you're talking about you know, these sort of multifaceted guards who can shoot, I wonder what it would mean for the future of Kobe White. But you. You need a bunch of those guys. Right. But I, I just don't think it really moves the needle on your present, let alone your immediate future. So I, I don't know. And I also don't know what you're going to give up to, to get them. It would just be very weird if they say, yeah, we're, 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 we're going for something here. We're, we're getting back to 500. Now we're going to add some players. Then watch this rocket ship take off to where? where? The sixth seed. I, I was talking with Darnell Mayberry about this last night. And I think that they're, they probably throttled down to their secondary goal. Of, well, we're not a championship level team, but we shouldn't be living in this space where we're getting ready to to be in the play in tournament. So the secondary goal becomes not to be in the play in tournament to get yourself up to the six seed. Right? Do do is for you would that be an accomplishment? No, to get your ass kicked in another first round playoff series. It's it's no. It, it, it doesn't tell me that they're moving toward anything significant oh my goodness andre drummond eating some big 
time rim at the UC. <laughs> God. <laughs> he's such a such a weird. It was such a great experience and such a weird night over there. I know there's more with Pop, too. Yes. Because stuff that I, the material basketball stuff that I think is fascinating. Yes, stuff that you and I have been talking about. Oh, thanks, Ray. There you go, Ray. Get that man some water. Yeah, well, I'm going to get some hot water. But yeah, Ray. Ray. Yeah, what's with the cold water? It's because I broke the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, you got to earn it. No, it's fine. It's totally fine. I'm just messing with you, Ray. Just messing with you, King. It's all good. But we've been talking about three-point shooting, and I think that we now know that where DeMar got radicalized about not taking three-point shots was with Pop. So there was a a good back and forth between him and Sam Smith yesterday that I want to share with you, and I think it'll, it'll clear up all of the things that you think about DeMar DeRozan as a player. We will do that next here on Bernstein Homes on the score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. That's well done, Mike Rankin. Well done. Especially considering the nature of the subject. Uh, Greg Davis, our engineer, just came in here. They gave, they gave you the disapproving parent look. You're so disappointed. <laughs> yep. But if you're on Twitch right now, twitch.tv slash Cogger670score, you can see that the the broken microphone has been removed. And apparently it's going to be fairly easy to replace, so I don't feel as bad. The now. microphone itself is fine. The expensive right. part is fine. The Electro Voice 5000 or whatever these are is fine. If you actually damage the microphone, then then you got issues here. Then they're going to send me home. But thanks to, to Craig for coming in and hopefully getting all this thing settled before transition happens. And I imagine that he will. I, I would tell you that I think he gets it fixed before noon. You want to take the over or the under? If I say 12.01, by the time Greg Davis gets the new microphone up and running in here. I'll, I'll say under. Ray? I'm always going to go under with my man, Greg Davis. I'll he's say under. Just be, worker. Yeah, he's a clean desk guy, too. Because he's on the to-do list. He's gonna. This is one he can just knock out, get done, not worry about it. Throw it away. Right. Like the mic stand. Um, okay. So you have all of this stuff that's going on inside of the Greg Popovich press conference. You got Will asking the question, the first two questions of it. And then it's basically Will asked the question, 
He asked another question, and then it was the Sam Smith and Greg Popovich show. And most of it was, ah, you know, I like wine. And if you talk to your players about the trade deadline, da, 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 da. but they got into a conversation late in the press conference that I think will be illuminating to why perhaps one of the best players on the Bulls is reluctant to shoot three-pointers. This is Greg Popovich giving you his thoughts about what the three-pointer has and has not done for the game of basketball. I'll give you my answer that's, you know, a bit cynical, uh, but a bit what I honestly feel. I I think we should have a a four-point shot and a five-point shot so we can make it a total circus. And then we won't even do basketball anymore. Let's make it like a carnival for the fans, and they can all yell and scream when somebody hits a five-pointer. In other words, in support of the way it's going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to add on to that, actually. It's It's boring is what it is. Thank thank you for that, yeah. um, Very boring. But do you think it'll change? I mean, do you think the league, I mean. No, the rules of the league can't change because analytically it's true. I mean, I, I, I can tell you how many games, uh, and this is one of the ways, I, the question before I keep the guys up a little bit, we, we play some teams that, you know, are obviously more talented, but we'll have more assists. We will have shot more free throws, uh, have more points in the paint, uh, have more fast break points, and then maybe we made seven threes and they made 14. Game over. That's the first thing you look at now when you look at the stat sheet because the other stuff is minimized because of the emphasis that the three-point shot has on the game. Do you think the league will ever take away the quarter three, you know, and sort of make it just fewer? Or would you like to see that? I would, you know, I'm not in their meetings. I don't think they care what I think, no, but don't. no, they don't care. Uh, but I think that would be pretty cool because it's the easiest thing to do. It would change rotations. It would change the way people think about playing defense, what to give up and not give up. Uh, it, would, it would help a lot because it's the way it is. The guy in the corner ends open, ends up open, an inordinate amount of times, and not because anybody necessarily made a mistake. It's just rotation-wise, you can't get there, especially if you're going to try to take somebody out of the game. You know, somebody's doing really well, and you want to take them out, double team them, or whatever. If you want to blitz a pick and roll, you you, you can't do that. That's one of the reasons everybody switches. You know, so if you have five men who can switch. Your team is totally different. And you play one through five red, and you're in front of everybody. You don't leave anybody open. That's why I said it's boring. Yeah, and just to follow up on that, because the league essentially said, well, we're going to reward or award one more point, 50% more for a shot. But if you do something else well, like an assist or a block or some element of the other game, we're not going to give you any more for that. So do you think that will ever change where you say, well, maybe we'll reward you know, blocks or maybe we'll reward something else? I think a little bit more time has to go by so that there are more people who think it's boring. And that general momentum, I think, can bring about some creativity where what you're talking about there can happen. And that's what the G League does. You know, the experimentation that they do down there, I think it should become even more drastic to employ some of those kinds of notions for sure. So what do you hear there, oh, Dan? Oh, God. Okay. Let, let, let me start. First of all, I would like a little bit of self-awareness. And I mentioned Theo before. 
But when where Theo Epstein has now become a, a, a consultant to Major League Baseball to try to make the game more aesthetically pleasing, more interesting, more fun to watch and a better experience, he at least took personal responsibility. He said, this is a lot of this is my fault for analytically understanding we want to make games four and a half hours in Boston because we can draw walks because on base percentage matters. Everything that's happened with velocity, everything that's happened with launch angle, etc. And at least it started with a little bit of self-awareness because Greg Popovich, I love him to death, but that's the same guy that was that was re-engineering pick and roll actions for the corner three. He was one of the people that popularized. Wait a second. So this is three, and this is shorter than the other three, but it's still worth 50% more? Okay. Here's how Danny Green's going to start one way down the lane. We're going to set a pick. He's going to come right back out the other side. You think he's going this way? Nope. We're reversing the action. Ball comes over the top. Bang, bang, right in the pocket. Boom. Same thing with Tony Parker. See, earlier with Bruce Bowen, he he did a lot of that stuff. Screen. He, he took the Utah screen roll, but made it for a third guy. That The result of that action wasn't for a dive the ball cut handler. The- it wasn't for the, the, the Carl Malone flattening out and shooting a baseline. It was to make that action pull a defender off a corner three-point shooter or a wing three-point shooter. So just give me some, some self-awareness and some understanding there. That's fine. I get everything he's saying. But it also, it also bugs me that if that's what DeMar and DeMar bought in and that's the DeMar's belief and like you use the term radicalized, which is obviously a charged term, but I, I totally understand what you mean by it. If games are still decided by who's got more points. Right. Like until they change that, until they change the scoreboard and the winning and losing based on number of points. You've, you've got to do this. Now, maybe they'll rewind some of these. Maybe they'll dial it back, just like baseball's getting rid of shifting. Baseball's trying. Are you okay with them eliminating the corner three? I don't know. But here, the problem I have, then, is the unintended consequence of if you if you stop the three-point line at you pass the wing, or you stop that, then you're going to have a defense. It's just going to change the shape of the defense. Now, you're going you're gonna to be able to position people differently, and... It's going to clog up the interior again, too. You're going to have a lot more hard fouls. There's going to be a lot more. If you think rim protection is a thing now, I I don't necessarily think it's going to bring back the mid-range game. If that's what your if your goal is to do that, I don't know that taking away the corner three does it. I I'm not sure about it either. And I also I couldn't tell if Sam was joking when he was saying you know maybe blocks or assists like I. I didn't understand what he was saying. Can you get like a point for that? Right. That's what he's saying. It's award uh, points for that on the scoreboard. Yeah. I, I I think considering the history of the three point shot and it going back into the ABA, do you think basketball is boring? No, I don't either, but obviously he's seen thousands upon thousands upon thousands of games. I, I do also wonder, is part of his issue with this that he doesn't have a roster with players that can make three-pointers? And if he did, if he had players like like what he had with Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, and when they were running some of this action, would he still feel the same way about it? 
Like it kind of came off as boomerish. It kind of came off of like back in my day, things were better. Little little Jim Bayheim. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about yesterday. And I mean, look, they were him and Sam were joking about it. Like that's why I put up on Twitter where Sam joked and said, "I'm happy to be in a room." Where I'm not the only one that people think should retire, and then Pop high fived him. Yeah, yeah, and and it I was cute. I do wonder if if all of these things, if you don't like the game this much, and it doesn't like that, doesn't look like things are going to get better for San Antonio anytime soon, then it probably is time to go. It's the way he said it too about looking at the score sheet immediately after the game because you know these coaches they, they literally hand them a piece of paper it's eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and that's their whole life on there their whole game's on there and I, I think what he's saying is as a coach he feels like he did his job mm-hmm. where they're assisting on field goals they're getting points in the paint they're running the floor the bellwethers that used to mean that that used to be causal and correlative to victory and success are rendered less so by the three-point shot. Okay, great. Right, so adjust. Like, obviously, that's the case. Defend it. Defend it better or exploit it on the offensive end. I I don't get what's so hard about it. Like I I get that trying to find players that are actually going to be effective three-point shooters, but... I don't know. Like I, I, I'm fine with half court and seeing guys work in a half court. But as you said, if you're telling me that there's an opportunity for 50 percent more on each three that I take, and we know kind of what the math is about what your percentage needs to be if you're trading threes for twos, adjust, and coach it, it. It isn't just that too. It's the evolution of the young player. It's the Steph Curry generation that begat Trey Young that's the, and Damian Lillard that's going to beget. You think the shooting's good now? Can you? The kids are practicing logo threes. I, I, I agree, but I also think that when I watch Trey Young, I'm watching a bastardized version of what Steph Curry does because I feel like Trey Young doesn't move the way that Steph Curry does. Like tracking Steph Curry in a, in a half court set and watching what he puts the defender through to get those open looks with Trey Young, I feel like I'm just watching a guy who's like, I can shoot it from here. You also could take a step forward and shoot it from behind the arc, but it's not 30 feet; it's 27, and you have a better likelihood of making that shot. And with Dame, I think Dame just kind of evolved. Where he's out here taking, he did it last night, took a 35 footer and knocked it down. I think that people want to try and play like Steph, but Steph's unique in, in, in his ability to make the shot and his ability to make defenses work. So you can you can talk about the generation of kids that are grown up idolizing Steph Curry, but it's it's the same as the guys that grew up idolizing Jordan, but weren't Jordan. You know, like like all the Harold Minor. Here's Harold Minor. He's baby Jordan. No. no, he's not. No, no, he's not. And stop calling him that. Please. The 971 texter, wherever that is, says, make the corner three worth two and a half. Well, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, I, that's, I mean, all this stuff is certainly worth discussing. But then you have to figure out how far up that line toward the top you're going to go it to. Is there a 2.75 shot in there, too? You're going to start strategizing some of that and... 
What, what that would do to the way you set lines. Can you win a game by a oh half point? Oh, my God. Right? Feels very CBA-ish. 110 and a half to 110. <laughs> you hit the two and a half point shot to win it. I mean, think about end game situations and how you would do some of that stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Good God. <laughs> well, we can ask Will Purdue about his experience of asking his former coach questions. And Will is not on the radio call tonight. Bill is back. So we'll be back on TV, I assume with Kendall and Jay. We'll talk with Will Purdue about the Bulls and what Pop had to say next here on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.